The problem with the school system, it just lectures you. You have to show people, not lecture them. People go, Ty, why do you show Lamborghinis and Ferraris? Because I'm demonstrating why you want to put in the work to learn and build businesses so you get the reward. People buy through a series of steps. Their first step is, do we respect the authority of this person? When a police officer pulls you over, the first thing you do is look for a badge or look for a gun. You're not going to, if so, a random person tries to pull your car over, you're not going to stop. You're not going to change your behavior because someone's driving next to you and yelling out, yo, pull over, man. In fact, if they do that, you're probably going to drive away faster. So you can't just have a website. You're not Apple. You're not Amazon. You don't have authority. So you have to explain yourself. So the only way you'd be able, in this analogy, the only way you'd be able to pull someone over is if you said, hey, listen, you don't know me. My name's Ty, but I noticed you have a flat tire. Listen to me. You need to pull over this car or you might crash. I'm an, I'm an auto mechanic and I noticed your brake pads or, or, you know, or I noticed your wheels are out of alignment or something's about to go wrong in your car. So that's what a video does on your website. If you're trying to sell stuff, if you're trying to sell books, if you're trying to sell clothing online and T-shirts, if you're trying to sell knives or household items, if you're trying to sell pet products, people have to know why you. Because if they don't know why you, they're going to pick someone they trust. And a lot of people are just going to go to Amazon and buy without you. Now, I'll teach you a little trick in a second. You can actually sell on Amazon so you get the authority and respect that Amazon has, but they actually are buying from you because Many years ago, Amazon started allowing other people to sell. It's not just Amazon selling. So number two, so how do you make a good video? Let me show you um, some stuff. One of the things, here's what I do, and there's different opinions on how to do this. This is a video that I have on my blog here. Let me just pick a random YouTube one. If you watch how I do this video here behind me, you'll notice... It's very simple. There's nothing fancy there. In this video, I'm not even looking into the camera. I'm talking to other people. And it's a six-minute video, okay? And this video does very well. Let me look. I haven't looked on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, 30,000 views or something. If you go here, we'll pick another one. This is a slightly different type of video. If you go here, this is me speaking into the camera, selfie style. So this one's 22 minutes, and this video actually did better than the other one. This video, I haven't had this video up for long, but let me see. So this video, are we doomed to fail? Yeah, I've had it up, I don't know, 2,000 likes on it. I like this style. I've had videos that get millions of views, 50 million views and stuff like this. So... My main thing that I want to show you is when I say use video, just do it. Like Nike says, don't overthink it. Don't try to make a video and spend $50,000 on a camera crew and complicated editing. You can see there, I do the world's simplest videos, and I've made tens of millions of dollars from that approach. So if you had a site that looked like this and you were trying to sell a speaker or something or whatever it is you want to sell... I would just put a video, I would move the object to the side here, and I'd put a video right here. I'd have it 
from five to 20 minutes, depending on the price. The more expensive the product you're trying to sell, the higher the price, okay? And you need people to understand what you are saying, I mean, what you are selling. So many people in this world just expect building a website. There's millions and billions of web pages now. A web page alone doesn't stand out. Sell yourself. People buy you. Not everybody likes me, but a lot of people do. And those people buy from me. And the people who don't like me, they go buy from someone else. Everybody likes somebody. There's not one, even the grumpiest person you ever meet likes somebody and gets along with somebody. This video thing is huge. Like in the next three years, probably 80 to 90% of all use of the internet is going to be watching videos. It's already kind of that way with Netflix and YouTube. Just think about your internet activity. Even now, people are used to watching videos. So like 10 years ago, even to me, this is an outdated website because Apple soon is going to have video on their homepage. Let's pick a product. Let's build a business. I'm going to build a business with you right now before I go offline from scratch show you guys. Let's pick any product. What's something I always recommend? Start with something around your house. What's something around your house, guys? What do you guys have? Tell me. I'm going to read the comments here. Hoverboards, cowboy boots, gloves. I like gloves. Let's do gloves. Depending on where you live in the world, it's always winter somewhere, pretty much, because, uh, or at least half the time, because If you're south of the equator, it's winter at the opposite time. So let's do gloves. So the first thing you want to do, so we're going to build a business from scratch. You guys can steal this idea. I'm going to do it on the fly. I'm going to show you how easy it is to get started. Not to make a million bucks immediately, although I've seen people in their first year do a million dollars in sales, no problem. Here's why I like gloves. Somebody said that. So we're going to just pick gloves. Why gloves? I don't know. Why not? People use them. I use them when it's cold. I like to sell stuff I use. I mean, I don't wear gloves all the time, but when it's cold out, I'll wear gloves. So first thing you got to do, you need a name. How do you pick a name? And then third thing, you need to do some research. And these can be in any order. So we'll, let's do the research and then we'll do the name. All right, so here's what I do. Go over to Amazon. It's the biggest research free re- research website in history. Put in the word gloves. Now, if you live somewhere where it's cold, that's great. And if not, you can just sell to people who are the other part of the globe. Okay, so I like to go here. You go to gloves, you can search by relevance. What you want ideally to start with is stuff that's under 100 bucks, okay? So we're looking for stuff. That's under less than $100 to start selling. Why? It's just easier to get inventory. It's less marketing costs up front. It's, you know, an easier buy. Next thing we're looking for is I like to, so you can go here to research. Also, I like to look at things like price high to low. Like what's the most expensive gloves? I like to do a little research. Okay. Boxing glove. I mean, uh, sorry, baseball mitt. $22,000? What the hell? This can't be right. Somebody's trying to not sell a glove. Okay, don't start by selling $22,000 baseball gloves, uh, baseball mitts. Here you have Muay Thai gloves for 13 grand. I don't know what the hell is up here. All right. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Zach, you need to get this glove. This is a glove chair. 
please, I want you to be an expert in selling these. They're (laughs) $6,000. And what's the best part? There's only two reviews and they got a one star. Okay, guys, if you want to know what not to do to make money, start by selling a couch glove that people don't like. It's temporarily out of stock. Okay, so let's go to the first common sense thing here that's not too expensive. It looks like they randomly have in here Peter Tahoma gloves. Okay, this looks like, so the high end here, $1,400. It says best deal. That's an Amazon best deal. Let's see if we want, we need some reviews to kind of get a feel for this. Uh, yeah, there's no reviews. That's not a good sign. You don't want to sell things that have no reviews, guys. So let's switch what we're searching for. This is a kind of bizarre. Let's look average customer review. That's good. What's getting a lot of good reviews? What are these alien gloves, man? <laughs> look at this. Hey, here you go. This is actually a good business idea. I could already tell, even though it looks like alien gloves. So these are $12 gloves. You can remember, you don't have to manufacture the gloves yourself. You can buy the gloves wholesale and re, you could be a reseller. These are hand grips. What? They're for ice cream. This is an ice cream glove. Hand grip strengthener. So basically, it looks like you wear these gloves, but you like go like this all day to try to get stronger hands. So here's what I like about that it's a niche. I like niche things. Not everybody wants strong hands, but like bodybuilders probably would or people who, you know, I don't know, people in the massage industry, people in construction maybe. And here's what I like about it. It it has a good amount of reviews, but not too many. It's got about 200 customer reviews. Gave it a five star, assuming they're not fake reviews. That means that people are buying them. They're in stock. They're not too expensive. They're under 100 bucks, like I said. This is what else I like. I think I can do something better than them. Why? Oh, here we go. Here's I like to read the reviews to see if they're real. So this one by Lauren looks pretty real. I had surgery when I was 22 that left my hands fairly numb. Oh, yeah, you could sell these to physical therapists. Okay, I'm giving you guys literally a business like this can make 100000 to a million bucks a year. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. Look, there's grip strengtheners. You can have some upsells where you sell people other stuff. So I like to do my research. I already found out something I hadn't thought of, which is you can sell these to freaking... You know, people who had surgery on their hand, physical therapists, you could sell this to hospitals. And it's not too expensive. If they're selling these for 12 bucks plus $7 shipping, you can probably buy these wholesale for like a three bucks or something, which is cool, which means you won't, if you're doing drop shipping, you won't have to come out of pocket. But even you could buy a hundred of these for 300 bucks and get started. It's not like a million dollar business. Now, we did our research. I like this. I would try to go right after. I would either contact this company or find a competitor to this company. Okay, we don't have time. I'm not going to do the full research right now. Name. We need a name. So why don't... Now, I was thinking more gloves, but now based on my research, I might make a different website. So go... By the way, I'm giving you guys literally... One of you is going to take this idea that I give you if you're smart. Last time I did this, I did a business and someone... What was the last one we did with Alex? What was that business? Oh, you guys weren't here. Mel was here. I forget what business, but oh no, it was uh, Vegan Snacks. Vegan Snack Mart. Somebody bought the domain. I gave them the idea. So 
So here's how I like to pick a name. I don't know. You can be funny. Gloves of Doom. Gloves of Death. That probably would not be a good. Let's see if that's available. It's available. No, nobody buy that. <laughs> you can have a little fun in life. Glovesofdeath.org. Or yeah, you should buy the .org. It's a charity. No, but how about this? Gloves of Steel. That's a little less dramatic than Gloves of Death. Look, you can get gloves of... I'm just giving you this. You can buy these for 10 damn dollars. I shouldn't even be giving you guys this business, but I'm going to. So you guys better go. By the way, I don't work for GoDaddy. Kung Fu Grippers, somebody said. <laughs> uh, grip. You could have a lot of uh, funny names around grip. Zach, do you want to improve your grip? Oh, sure. Why do you want improved grip? He said he'll tell, Zach said he'll tell us later what he wants. <laughs> you sound like, what was that from? Is that from Princess Bride? Uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah, that's it. When he does the, clearly I cannot take the glass which is in front of me. Hey, what is that? Uh, I'll tell you later. Okay, rehab gloves, you could call it. Okay, let's see if that's available. Rehab gloves. We got all the serious people that don't like my, that's available. Look at that. You can buy it. Oh, it's in an auction. So minimum offer, you could probably get that name for a thousand bucks. I I recommend you buy the .com. Okay, so you pick one of these names. Now the next thing you do, you can go to ClickFunnels or you can go to Shopify. You go here to ClickFunnels. I don't own this company, so I'm not promoting it. I'm not trying to make money off you. I know the guy who's doing it. So you can literally start for free. Look at that, $14. And look what he has, Russell Brunson. They have a video. This is a website builder web, uh, company. So you can go here, sign up takes less than 60 seconds. You go and you'll get access to a. S- Hello, my name is Gary oh, White, the there we go. We got a video going right there. Let me turn it off. Let me see something. All right, so zero dollars or like a hundred bucks a month if you the trial. You can try it. You can also go to this company right here, Shopify. They're a huge company, and you can get started. I don't know how much Shopify costs to start. I built my own website because this used to not. What? 19. But Oh, no, they have a free trial right here, too. You enter your email address, and you get started. Not bad. You can see all the people with their websites. So now we got our website built. So let's draw this out here. Here's you today. Maybe you're like me, you started out broke. I had less than 100 bucks in my bank account and I figured out how to make, you know, 10 million bucks more or more a year just online. A lot more than that, but I like to understate stuff. So here's you today. You're worried about money, but you do a little research. You buy a domain name. You go to one of Shopify or ClickFunnels. You build a website. You can do it literally today. You could be building it. It used to take uh, six months to build a website. Now it takes 60 minutes or less. You go here. You can start out by drop shipping. That means you don't have to buy. In the case of the gloves, you could just ship them from, have them shipped directly from the factory, either in China or in the U.S. directly to people. So you don't have to keep, you don't have to like buy a whole bunch of gloves up front and put them in your house. And then we do the marketing. You got to build some marketing. You can start with Facebook ads. They're very simple. You can start for $5 a day 
and then you need to start testing because your first idea might not be that good. Maybe the glove idea doesn't work. Then as you test, you can also build out another second store on Amazon so you can have your own website, but you can also sell on Amazon because some people like to buy on Amazon. They don't want to buy from a website. They trust Amazon. They already have their card number saved there. Might as well sell to you know, 50 to 100 million people or more who already have their credit card stored on Amazon. And then we'll talk about that's for more advanced stuff. I'm teaching you guys what I call level zero. Then at the end of this, I'm going to put a link if you want to get in level one. That level one is like more teaching. We'll show you even more. There's multiple levels. There's about three levels you can go through. It's kind of like high school, undergrad degree, you know, bachelor's, master's, PhD. Today, I'm doing the high school version. For those of you who are going to get in the program, you can be someone who, you know, gets in the bachelor's degree. It's not actually a bachelor's degree, but it's an analogy. Okay. Gloves of strength, somebody said. Love glove. <laughs> Strong head glove. Gorilla gloves. Hey, that's a good name. Gorilla gloves. I feel like dudes. I don't know if that will appeal to women as much. Do a lot of women want to have gorilla hands? We have a woman here. Chloe. Not to interrupt you texting or anything. I'm not texting. Would you like to have gorilla hands? Is that a goal of yours? Uh, that is, no, no. Okay, so if your target market is men, gorilla hands would work. What would be an ideal glove if you had hurt your hands what would, and you want to rehab your hands? What are you calling them? Gloves of steel. You like gloves of steel? All right, I'm telling you, gloves of steel is a damn good one. Did anyone buy it yet? Let's see. Last time I shared this live, somebody else bought it in like 10 minutes. Ah, somebody bought it. Just about to buy it. Chloe, you should have bought it faster. No, don't blame me. She's blaming me. Hey, for those of you who miss out, by the way, I kid you not, some people don't believe me because we live in a hyper cynical world. I can't tell you how many people come up to me. Even this weekend, this event I had in my house, people are like, dude, I was broke now. I'm making, you know, it was yesterday. I'm still on my Snapchat right now. Those two kids, they were like, Ty, one or two years ago, we started following you. What are they selling? Do you remember? I don't even remember now. And they're going to make, oh, they started a marketing agency and they do marketing and they're making 25 grand a month this month, $25,000 in most of its profit. Okay. That's a lot of money. For people, especially for a beginner, 25 grand change your life. That's in one month. So how do they do it? They're not so cynical. They listen and they just go out there and do stuff. Is that really what you were doing, Chloe? Trying to buy it? Why didn't you let me buy it? Please tell me someone bought Gloves of Death because that's just a funny name. It might get you in trouble with the police or something. You start getting accused of every strangulation murder. Somebody bought gloves of death. <laughs> ah, somebody bought, I got to stop that. Somebody bought gloves of death and gloves of steel. And somebody over here was trying to buy it and she lost it. You snooze, you lose. Now, the key thing is, don't worry if gloves of death, gloves of steel, somebody bought too. The key is demonstration marketing. Demonstration marketing. Remember this. The problem in the school system, it just lectures you. You have to show people, not lecture them. People go, Ty, why do you show Lamborghinis and Ferraris? Because I'm demonstrating why you want to put in the work to learn and build businesses so you get the reward. Number one, way to increase your income 
in 2018. Bet on the Eagles, baby. <laughs> shadow somebody. Shadow somebody who's in an industry you want to learn. I've been shadowing Zach to learn how to get a big belly. But seriously, shadowing people will change your life. So, by the way, we're going to give this out at the end of the live stream. I'm just doing some cardio out here with Pooh Richardson, former NBA player. Where are you at, Pooh? Oh, he's watching the game over there. He's out here watching. He played against Michael Jordan. Played against all kinds. He played against Zeke. Who was your yes, toughest, toughest opponent in the NBA? Man, Kevin Johnson. More than Michael Jordan? Well, I didn't have to guard him. I'm talking, you talking about the ones yeah. I had to guard? Yeah. Kevin Johnson. Yeah, Kevin Johnson was fast. <laughs> what about Zeke right here? Would you be able to take him? Well, he, he, he's the man. They tell me he's the man. The mullet. I could rebound with the best of them. <laughs> he used his best, the round mound to rebound. Oh! <laughs> oh! Somebody yeah. said, was Zach locked up since the 1960s? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Zach got that cheeseburger look. I don't know. I don't know who this Zach fella is. If you study science, why would biology allow so many people to be narcissists? And that's because there is some good things. If you got a high number here, there's some good things about it. Obviously, you'll have some level of confidence. Although, look, narcissism is more insecure confidence. Have you ever been around somebody who's confident acting, but you know deep down you can see through it and know, oh, this person actually gets their feelings hurt easily? That's more of a narcissist. So you don't want to get a high score on this. You just don't. It has a lot of problems. Now, 40, what you got, is like on the borderline. Here's my thing that I can usually tell with people. If you're watching this and you scored over, I can start noticing narcissism in a person that I meet. And I've tested more people than almost anyone on planet Earth, believe it or not. And Dr. Buss, who's kind of my mentor in this, he's, you know, maybe the number one evolutionary psychologist in the world. He wrote the textbook for Harvard and Yale and all this. I noticed it around 35 to 40. So here's my advice to you. If you want to marry somebody, go in business, keep the thing below 40. When it starts getting 50 or 60, you'll really start noticing. And God forbid, if you or somebody in your life is over 60, it's basically major psychological problems. Occasionally, there's exceptions to this that I've seen. But, you know, for example, with this quiz here, a few years ago, when I first started administering this quiz to people and learned about it. There was a girl here and I had her take this and she got such a bad score. I went to her, I was like, just joking. I was like, oh, you killed somebody, didn't you? And she got quiet. And then we talked for an hour and she admitted, she said, I'm the only person she's ever admitted on planet earth that she killed somebody. She was bullied growing up in Chicago and she hit somebody with a pipe behind the head. She's like, she's either dead or in a coma. And that girl had like 100% narcissism okay or this first confidence ego so people get confused and they go oh you want massive confidence you do but not really this kind of confidence so that's why i call it confidence ego there you want secure confidence not ego confidence ego confidence is very delusional john stockton says ty i'm confused what a narcissist john stockton you play basketball for utah jazz a few years ago so 
here's a couple things if you want to understand. Narcissism, by the way, is not what people tell you. It's like extroversion and introversion. What people think an extrovert is, is not quiet or not quiet. That's somewhat related, but extroversion and introversion is how your brain works. Basically, do you release dopamine reward chemicals in your brain when new things happen? Extroverts like new things a lot. And introverts tend to like existing routines and they don't always have to meet new people and do new things. That's maybe a better explanation of uh, extroversion and introversion. Now, narcissism, most people think, oh, that means you just look in the mirror. No, that's vanity. And vanity is a subset of, and I put it on this page, vanity is one of the six attributes of narcissism. But I've seen people be very high on just vanity and low on everything else, so they don't get... This is a cumulative score where I accumulated everything together. All right, Luis Morales says he got a 62, 68, 14. Okay, Luis, that's not a great score, but I got good news for you guys that are not getting great scores. You can fix this, and you should fix it. I promise you, don't bet against science. It's kind of like if you get on an airplane... And a whole bunch of scientists and engineers go, ooh, this thing's built to crash. Get off the plane. You would not argue with top engineers who, like, they did a little check on the plane. They're like, dude, the wings are not big enough to make this thing fly. This is going to crash and burn the second you get off the ground. You would instantly get off the plane. Well, this is built on very, very solid science. And like I said, it's been tested over hundreds of times in different cultures different genders, different ages, different worldviews. So this number, 40, is about as high as you want to see. Now, I, for me, for example, I've seen my narcissism over time go down, which is great. That's why I'm somewhat optimistic on this first one. This, when we get to this third one, you got to be careful. This one is hard to change. This one's related to being a psychopath. Okay, let's move to the second one here. So cunning sneakiness factor. You got a 35. Okay. This is called, I call it cunning sneakiness. Scientists will call this Machiavellianism. There was an article I just read about Michael Jackson from Quincy Jones, the music producer. And Quincy Jones said uh, that Michael Jackson was very, very Machiavellian. And that's not a good thing. So this number two score... Please watch this. This one is more dangerous than the first one, in my opinion. So this is Machiavellian. There was a, if you remember, it's, you ever heard the saying, you know, the, there was a book in the 1600s, I think, or 16th century called The Prince, and it was all about, you know, it's better to, is it better to be feared or to be loved? That's a famous quote you might have heard before. And it's a story, it's kind of this allegory of life. And it's a very cynical worldview. And that's why they named it after this Machiavellian. And they call it Machiavellianism. This one, be very careful. I watched this one immediately. Now, I'm going to tell you, this one person, I don't know where he is, but he got a 68 or something. This is sneaky, tricky, cynical. Two-faced, have you ever met somebody who won't be completely honest with you? They're going to say one thing to your face the second you're gone or friends are around. That is a Machiavellian person. And so this one, interestingly enough, 
almost always is related to one thing. You could say bullying or abuse as a child. And I, you know, I wasn't bullied growing up, so I didn't realize. I used to always see these anti-bully campaigns. I'm like, what's the big deal, bullying? Now I know. All you parents out there watching this, if your kids are getting bullied in school, I promise you this. It's better to have illiterate kids. It's better to have kids that never go to school. It's better to have kids that are junior high dropouts than kids that get bullied for multiple years. You will have... Your kids will have scars for 50 fucking, oh, pardon my French, 50 freaking years. So if you think them learning social studies or some BS in seventh grade, pull them out, homeschool them, anything, nothing's worse than bullying. I've tested literally, got tens of thousands of people. Every single time, if somebody's bullied, they develop a cynical approach. It's kind of common sense. If you're bullied... You have to learn how to cope. How do you cope? Well, you get sneaky. You say to the bully's face, oh, yeah, I'm your friend. And then when the bully's gone, you're like, I would stab him if I could. That's your coping mechanism. And then that carry, you hardwire your brain, and you never undo that. And so I've noticed talking about your profession and your career, salespeople often are Machiavellian. Sometimes you'll be good at sales because you're a good liar. But you can also be... That's not a good reason to be good at sales. And by the way, that whole thing about, you know, there's this book. It's a very famous author. It's it's called 48 Laws of Power. I like some of his other books. I don't like that book. It's all how to be very Machiavellian. And here's the bad thing. I told you earlier, like attracts like. So if you're a Machiavellian person, your punishment is not what you think. It's not that you're a bad person in karma or something. It's that people who will like you and vibe with you will be other highly Machiavellian people. So all of a sudden, your whole social circle is going to be tricky people all around you. Now, if that's important, if that's something you want, you're a fool. You don't want people around you who are going to exploit and lie to you. So here I find the score. It's funny. Your scores are like right on the borderline. Around 35 is where I start to notice this. I start to notice So if you have a score over 35, or you have somebody in your life, oh, here's somebody, Gilboy got a 35, 95, 62. Okay, Gilboy, if that's your real score, I promise you this, you must get serious psychological help, dude. You're going to have a disaster of a life. Everything you touch is going to turn to shit. You're going to have only horrible people who want to be around you. And now you guys might think I'm being hard on you. No, I'm telling you the truth. And so you can fix some of this. You can fix some of this. But you will have a disastrous life at that level. And you'll be a very unhappy person. Quan Roman said he got a 35, 50, 130. Is that good? No, not particularly. It's not about good. Let me be clear. Ben Keller got 17, 84, 20. It's not about good. Good is the wrong word. Like, think of it this way. Is it good or bad to eat? junk food until you're 400 pounds. I mean, it's not a moral thing. It's not like if you're super obese, you're morally a reprehensible person. It's more like cause and effect. Think of it that way. So if you got a 95 on this, it's not, it's that I can predict your life outcome. And if your goal is, let's say, to have a highly stressful life, then you are on track. If your goal is for good people to run from you, And bad people, and when I say bad, I mean exploitative. So let me not use good or bad. If your ideal goal is to get 
all the people who like to take advantage of other people to be your closest allies, you're on track. If that's your goal, if you want to have the most two-faced, disloyal people in the world, that's what you want. Now, one thing I'll notice, people who leave comments on YouTube usually have a lot of mental problems. And that's not me saying that. Psychiatry, the main, uh, psychology today, the biggest, the, you know, the, natu- the national kind of website for psychology now, most well-known, they did a huge study on people who leave mean comments. They're twisted people. That's why I never, people are like, oh, Ty, when you get negative comments, does it bother you? I'm like, no, because those people are rejects. Now they can, I, I believe, even though I'm being hard on them, I believe that there's redemption, okay? Now, my, some of my mentors, Ty, are like, forget it. Don't do a quiz like this because it's only going to show people their flaws and they're not going to fix them. But I'm more optimistic, just so you know. I'm more optimistic. I think people can change if they want to, but I do agree most people don't have the courage or the self-discipline to change because it's not that easy. Okay, so this third score which you got a one on. That's a great score. Women, forget everything you've ever read, heard in movies. Women are not psychotic, okay? They're just not. It's, women are rarely, rarely, rarely psychotic. I've seen it before, but rare. I don't, I've never seen a woman get 100% on this score. Never. I've seen men get it. I've never even seen a woman get a 90 I've seen women get like 50s, which is bad. But men, on the other hand, are much more ruthless than women. Women, somebody said that's a lie. No, women can be Machiavellian number two. I've seen that. In fact, I'm not sure if you go by gender who gets higher. I've seen men and women both high. I just, trust me, men are more dangerous than women in terms of like slitting your throat. But there are some women who will slit your throat, okay? But if, (laughs) let me put it to you this way. Would you rather be in a female prison or a male prison? You're both full of people who are kind of crazy. Which prison would you rather be in? And I'm not just talking about for physical strength reasons. I'm talking about women, female prison is not as bad as a male prison. Trust me. There's men who score pure 100% on psychotic. That means they can kill you and they they put sweat sensors on people. They don't even break a sweat. There's people who murder you. They don't care. Now, there are women like that too. I'm just telling you the facts. If you want to argue with the facts from the world's top scientists that have studied this in 72 cultures, from the Yamamamo tribe in Paraguay to Sweden to Australia, Yemen, everywhere, who have done 50,000 peer-reviewed you know, studies on, not 50,000, but have done peer-reviewed studies on 50,000 people at a time, women are rarely psychotic. And that's why I'm not surprised that you only got a one. The definition of psychotic for this, okay? And I've called it cunning, courage, ruthlessness. So a low score doesn't mean you don't have courage. It just means you're not ruthless. This, by the way, if you ever see a female with a high score here, you know something went wrong in childhood. And this one is very hard. This one's actually genetic too. It's not even childhood. You could have a normal childhood. Okay, Don Juan Palagos got 78-78-84. I'm worried about planet Earth the more I do these quizzes. I'm going to tell you that right now. Instagram influencers that I've given this quiz, oh my God. 
All you guys who like really pretty girls on Instagram, like Instagram models, uh, I once sent it to 100 Instagram models that I know, and 89 got horrific scores. 11 out of 100 were normal. And I'm sure it's the same for men. Male Instagram fitness models or whatever. And I'm not picking on Instagram. There's some good ones, but my God, this planet is getting And I bet you it's worse than ever. Some people say, oh, you're just talking about the good old days. It never existed. I don't believe it. Because families are messed up now more than ever, even though there's been bad families. I mean, if you read, you know, Tolstoy or Dostoevsky in hundreds of years ago, there was horrible families. It's not like bad families are new. But the thing is now, there's this thing called the K-factor, which is a separate personality quiz. I don't have that on here. And K-factor, for example, is very predictive if you have a father or not. So... Like, I grew up, like, you know, playing basketball in the projects. Zero friends of my. I remember on my basketball team, I played on an inner-city big basketball team in North Carolina called Enlo. Zero per- people knew their dads except one kid on the whole team. And so the K factor gets messed up. You don't have two parents. You basically need, it doesn't always have to be a dad, but you need multiple normal figures in life. And now, because of just the way the world is... That doesn't happen. I, my dad was in prison when I wasn't born, so I was born to a single mom, so it affected me too. But like I said, I want you to know, even though I'm kind of painting somewhat of a negative thing, there is, for those of you honest enough with yourself, wanting to make a change, it is possible to change. And you should change. And it's not changing for the worse, it's changing for the better. One of the things, my favorite quotes I posted on Twitter from Charlie Munger was, the recipe, the formula for misery is only learning from your own experience and not learning from other people's experience. You only learn from mistakes, Warren Buffett says, but they don't always have to be your own. So if you had to, let's list out. I'll let you do it. What did you find when you were examining this, you know, going from making millions to being millions in debt. What were like three biggest right. cy- negative cycles? Let's start with the negative. The, the negative cycles? Yeah. What Actually, did you do wrong? So what I would say I did wrong was yeah. when I started to go down, right? Obviously yes. not during the good days. So the first thing when I went wrong is I stopped, do, I, I stopped doing risk analysis. All right, look, in an entrepreneur, I heard this one thing someone said once that entrepreneurs... There's a, I was watching an interview and he said, people think entrepreneurs are risk takers, but they're actually exactly the yeah. opposite. They have a good entrepreneur takes yeah. less risk. Exactly. Yes. They're going to do something where the calculate. So I had an idea. Here's what I thought. I thought an entrepreneur has an idea. They put everything in it. And then it just miraculously becomes, I never thought about what can happen if I put everything in it yeah. and it doesn't go in the right way. But turns out that the first six years that I was building my company, everything was calculated. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything through, a but I got the golden touch. I got overconfident, and right. suddenly I threw the calculations out and just brought ego in. So you started thinking everything you did would automatically work, and you forgot to analyze. Golden the glove, man. I thought yeah. I had the golden touch. I could do whatever I wanted, and it would work. And that is point blank. That was youth, and it was ego. Yeah. All right? I, I just wasn't paying attention. Now, the third thing that I noticed was 
not listening to my mentors. Okay. Because exactly what I should have done, what I eventually did to get myself out, I was told two years beforehand by my mentors. So this has been negative. Let's talk about then. So those are three good lessons yep. that we've all learned that have been doing this thing. Yeah, for sure. Don't take, yeah. it's like people ask me about Bitcoin and crypto. How much, they're like, should I invest in Bitcoin and crypto? I'm like, well, how much do you make a year? 50 grand. Well, then put a hundred bucks in crypto. Worst case is you lose it. <laughs> yeah. But some people only have 50 grand. They put all 50 grand yeah. because they think everything automatically goes up and that's not how the game of life works. No. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you wanna get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list, you missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. I'm glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. Man, you watch UFC fights. I've been watching some of the, I, I was uh, watching a recent fight where the guy started dancing on the other guy, like, ah, uh, and the dude knocked, knocked out. him out. Like, <laughs> they like, don't dance in a fight. You, <laughs> uh, actually, I got to go box in a second, but my, my um, Ricky Funes is here. He trains me from Tengus. It's like a famous gym here in LA. And he told me he's won third, he's been in 38 street fights. He's from like Central America, like mean streets. And I said, what happened in the one fight you lost? He said, I took, you know how you see guys get mad in a fight and they go to take their shirt off to be all tough? And he said, while I was taking my shirt off, the guy knocked me out. That's like ego. That's ego. And then yeah. mentor. So let's, let's, let's talk about what are the things you did to get back? Like people listening, let's say somebody's watching, they're like, 2017 was a bad year for them. How did you get back from making millions, losing millions, and to where you are now, which is making money again. Yep, all right, so look, everything in life about success, about behavior, about psychology, everything is repetitive. It's cyclical, there are patterns to be recognized to the good, to the bad, to the everything. So the very first thing I did is that night when I sat down and said, I'm not walking out of this room until I figure out what happened. So the first thing I did is I dissected the cycles and the seasons of the last six years where I had success. So I guess the word you could use is, I don't know, I guess an autopsy or a dissection. Well, I wasn't really dead, so we'll just say dissecting. But what I'm really looking for is I'm looking for the cycle. 
cycles. I'm looking for, if I had the good days, I'm going to see what I was doing during that time if I was having bad days during those six years. So I was trying to see what specifically was happening. The second thing that I did is instead of me trying to tell the market, my customers, my leads, people around me, what they should be buying from me, I refocused myself on the relationship. So what I actually did is owned up to all the crap that I did. So you basically said, what do you want versus were you selling the wrong thing, you think? I was selling the wrong things. I was selling bad things. I was selling uh, a new thing every third day. Yeah. So I wasn't focusing on what's best for my customer. So I turned around and I admitted it. I actually sent out multiple emails saying, this is what's gone down. I'm sorry, I'm gonna fix this. I wanna earn your relationship back, earn your trust back. I literally doubled my opens and click-through rates in the span of about two weeks by simply acknowledging what I had done. Just being honest with people. Just being honest, just being honest and open. And the third thing is I implemented. If I had sons, this is my opinion. If you have sons, you don't want super good-looking sons unless they're like musicians. Because all the good-looking guys I know that are extra good-looking, they're lazy. I have a friend. I won't say his name. I always call him Mr. X. This dude is the best man on planet Earth with women. I'm telling you. I was in the nightclub business. I've seen guys that are slick with women. But this guy, has he does nothing. He's an actor. He Everywhere he goes, women literally, he has 17 restraining orders against women last time I saw him. Like, he doesn't have to work because women literally are like, come live with me. By the way, he was in your country, Sweden. I mean, last time I saw him, this is like five years ago. I was literally driving down Hollywood Boulevard. He's wandering down the street like a homeless guy. And I'm like, I'm, I won't say his name. Mr. I'm, X. Mr. X. I'm like, uh, he, we, we went to go eat. And he's like, dude, I had to get out of Sweden. I was like, what happened? He's like, this girl fell in love with me. And then I like slept with her best friend. And I woke up and she had a knife to my throat. So he goes, I jumped out the window I lost all my stuff, all my money. I like hitchhiked back to America. I don't even know how I got on a plane. He's like, that chick was like, ah. Yeah, he hitchhiked across the ocean. I don't know if he like stowaway. You know, my great grandfather was a stowaway from Europe. He stowed away as a little boy, 12 years old. A knife to the throat, that's pretty intense. He said he woke up and this chick was like, you stop with my friend. And he was just wait. That's not a good way to wake up. That's some gone girl shit. But my point being, he's never accomplished, he never finishes anything. Every single business has three main elements. How you're gonna drive people to it, so traffic, ads. Second, landing page. And landing page is where a customer, a visitor is for the first time exposed to your brand. And I think of it not as a sales page, I think of it as an exchange of value. In other words, you're introducing your product, you're offering value, and in return, sometimes you get the email, sometimes you make a small sales, but it's just an introductory sales, and then after that, it's lifetime value. So, uh, what we're gonna do here, I just picked a you know template, ClickFunnels, again, we are not, I'm not affiliated, uh, affiliated with ClickFunnels, even though I know Russell. There are several options, lead pages, uh, there is, you can use Wix, Shop, a lot of people use Shopify. You can also I, sell on Amazon. Yeah, you can, in which case is super simple, made for you. But ClickFunnels, there are a bunch of templates, you can go there, it's just very simple, drag and drop UI. So this would be the, let me put it this way, what did you call it? Vegan uh, snack 
Mart. Vegan snack mart. And I'm gonna reduce the size. This is too big. So here we go. Welcome to Vegan Snack Mart. Come on with a tagline. Healthy, delicious <laughs> vegan <laughs> snacks. Yep. Delivered to, to your doorstep. Your door. Bam. Don't put beef tacos delivered to your door <laughs> for your vegan snack so, mark. Let me tell you, let me tell you why I picked that headline. So the first one is I so welcome is just, you know, to welcome people just, you know, as you, you always want to greet people with a smile. But then the next one, make it very clear what you're selling and healthy, delicious vegan snacks delivered to your door literally captures your business model. Now, here would be where the uh, product image would go. So you basically download an image. Should you I go find it? Yeah, yeah that's fine. You, I, would, I would just go to Amazon's page. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to drop ship an existing product, then you can actually, you can actually use their yeah. product yeah. legally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without getting in trouble because yeah. no one cares if you're selling their product for them. Right. But a lot of times, it's just it depends on your your level. Uh, newbie entrepreneurs they're better off uh, selling other people's products, but they always say that's kind of like a short term uh, right. first step. Next step is what, either white label someone else's product or come up with your own proprietary product that you sell. In which case, you, just, you will just upload this very simple drag and drop and then explanation right here. Uh, you can upload videos. I always put a video especially of people, like actually someone, like for a vegan. Here's what you should do for video. I'm telling you, for videos, you get your iPhone. iPhone, do You have the selfie. iPhone 8 Plus is very right. powerful. You either get a friend to hold it, you mount it on a little tripod, right. and you just get there, and let's say, pretend this is in a book, that this is a vegan. St- oh, here, do I got we have vegan. vegan? Yeah, right there. I got grapes. That's just <laughs> vegan, right? <laughs> Not that you're going to be selling grapes, but imagine this is something you could ship. You basically sit there, and you go, you know, Hey, it's Ty here. I'm a vegan. Here's the deal. I always struggle to find good vegan food. So I decided I was going to create a little box for myself. Every morning I grab it, put it in my backpack, put it in my briefcase, and I go to work. And I just pull it out throughout the day. And then my friends started saying to me, yo, I want that, you Mm -hmm. know. And so I decided that I would bundle up the exact best snacks that I've found for the same price as if you bought them separately. I'd bundle them all up together, ship them to your door. It comes out to $5 a day or something or $3 a day, which you're going to spend anyway. Mm -hmm. You get better food. You stay vegan. It's the tastiest stuff. And And then I would do an unboxing demonstration. Right. So you go, all right, here's what do we got in this month's box or this week's box, whatever it might be. And you would open, I'm not going to open this up because this has books in it. And I would open it up and I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, Russell's vegan potato chips. And the reason I picked them is they only have three grams of sugar and blah, 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 blah. And you just talk and make a 10-minute video on the homepage. It's not too long. You can do 20 minutes. As long as it's somewhat interesting for people who are your target market, you'll be good. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to give you a few rules on how to, this is this. It's visible, right? A few rules on how to design a landing page yeah. that actually converts. So the first one, which I think just this one simple tool will double your conversion. I call it eye contact above the fold. 
basically think about it this way. When you go to a website, you want a person with eyes visible looking at the camera. If it's a video, that's even better. But if you don't have a video, you have images, uh, you know, it can be of you. I normally don't use stock photos. I don't like stock photos. They look fake. So either you or get a model or have a friend or a neighbor to do it for you, literally above the fold, meaning right above when the person adds, and it has to be on both mobile and desktop. So above the fold, there has to be a person looking back, maybe holding your product or wearing the product or something like that. And that increases conversion and stickiness. Think about it this way. If somebody's looking at you, it's a lot harder for you to break the eye contact and go away. And that's why if you have like a person or a face on the homepage above the fold looking at you, it's harder for people to just bounce. Also, rule number two, optimize for mobile. So here's one of the problems that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is they build their websites on desktop. Right. But 90% of their customers are actually mobile. are mobile. But so, ClickFunnels will automatically Yeah, but it's not always optimized. So you need to, like you see right now, the... the see, this is how skinny this is? Yeah. And this That's is, how you build for mobile. Yeah, so right now, if you look at the, the, the desktop view, the top is great. But if you look at the mobile view, like... One third of the screen is that, you know, this one title. So what you do you is that, that yeah. you go on the mobile version of this and you so shrink right the there, text. you shrink it to, I want to say 22 or maybe, yeah, that's 22 is about right. So right now, maybe one smaller so that it actually fits here. So it's By the way, very let me, not to interrupt you, but there yeah. was a guy here yesterday. I did a little seminar. Every once in a while, I open up my house, do a seminar and this guy go, goes, Ty, you changed my life. I actually put it on, uh, I put it on my Snapchat. I think it was uh, two days ago. Maybe it was, I might still be there in the 24 hours. And he goes, Ty, I just want you to know, changed my life. I um, went from broke and now I'm making, what did he say? He made a million dollars selling stuff this year online. He grossed a million bucks. And if you're doing it right, you're going to make between 15 and 30% profit yep. margins. So he, you know, you'll make between, for every million bucks, he's probably keeping in his pocket 200 okay. grand. But that's good to go from zero to 200 grand. The guy's like 21 years old. And I've got testimony. Let me read you. I keep this little, actually, I actually have the screenshot I'll show you. I keep this testimonial WhatsApp group right here. You can see. All right, this is what he said. This is another person, Miles Sutton. You guys can direct message him on Instagram. He direct messaged me. Here, I'll show it over here too. Miles Sutton, M-I-L-E Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N. And he said, Ty, I want to thank you for everything you've done for me. You may not know it, but you've helped me motivate myself to completely change my life. I'm only 16 years old. I've spent about a month finding my own source of income. In my first week, I've sold $726 worth and profited 300 bucks. So he's 15, 16 years old, and he's making, you know, and remember, these are on autopilot, probably working an hour, an hour a day, and he's making 700, he's making three grand a month. And that's just at 15 or 16, he's in school. Here's somebody, this guy is E-C-O-M Martin, Eco Martin. And here it says, I'm 18 years old. I sold 190 grand in sales in just January. So in 30 days, 
He sold 190,000 and he says he's on track to do a seven figure month, over a million dollars in one month of sales. I said, doing what? And he says he's drop shipping with Shopify, which is like ClickFunnels. He's working on building his own brand. Here's somebody sending their actual screenshot of their sales. That's kind of cool. Just getting started. So I don't want you to think like that this only works for us. We've been obviously doing it longer. So for us, if we were make, you know, it's not hard for us to know how to make a million dollars a month with e-commerce, but we can show and we've shown lots of people how to do 10,000 a month, 50,000, 100,000. It's not rocket science anymore. It used to be 20 years ago it was rocket science because literally when when Jeff Bezos built Amazon in 1994, it cost 100 grand to build a website. Yep. 100 grand. This right no, here is under $100. Yep. ClickFunnels, oh, they have a seven-day free trial. Yeah. So you actually, it's zero dollars. It's infinitely cheaper. So let me, let me see a few questions people are having, and then we're going to go back here so Alex can keep teaching some stuff. But somebody said, I've opened my Shopify and sales are low. Okay, that's we're about to get to that because you, you can build this website, and a lot of people are building websites, but they don't know how to get sales, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Because then you get halfway there and you're depressed because you thought you were all the way there. By the way, for those of you, I'm going to put a link up later who want to try to get in this 300 group that I have. You know, be one of the 300 people I've taken from rags to riches. I've got different programs. This week, we're we're doing the scholarship for the how to make money online program. So you got less than, uh, well, less than five days now to get in, depending on when you're watching this. So... Get in now. It'll be five days or whenever the group fills up, the quicker of those two things. Somebody said, Ty, what's a good conversion group? So I'll put up a link later. It'll even be in there. You guys can get in, and that'll give you literally two months of training. We can't do it all right now because mm. we actually, <laughs> I gotta, I've been had the flu for the last three. I haven't had the flu in like 10 years. I got the flu. I've been sick, so I've been stuck in my house for four straight days. I got to get out of my house here. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to show you. And then those of you who go in the private uh, mentorship on how to make money online, Alex is one of the teachers. I have about 10 different people teaching. I'm teaching in there. I got Samir and Juan. They're in my 300 group. They've made it. They graduated into it. They made, I think, a million bucks in their first year at 21 doing exactly what we're showing you. Not vegan stuff. They do clothing and they're doing all fashion. kinds of stuff. Fashion. They like fashion. Uh, but they're making anywhere from fifty to two hundred thousand dollars a month at twenty-two. I think they're twenty. Are they twenty-two now? I think so. twenty-two. Yeah. So a lot of good potential for you guys. All right, let's talk about how do we get traffic here. We okay. can't. We, this is as much as we're going to take the time to teach this. For those of you who go in the program, there's more you can learn. There's tons of settings and stuff. Facebook ads. Okay. That's the best place to start for yes. most people. Yes. Most okay. people, especially for e-commerce products or you can, visual products. Yeah, yeah, you can start for five bucks yep. a day advertising. Yep. Super. So I so, so let's build a campaign for this. All right. So let's say we want to create a campaign and call it healthy snacks, vegan snacks. All right. So it's actually pretty simple. Let me actually write it down first before I create it. So Facebook ads, and there are obviously many levels of expertise to this. It's not as simple as I I make it sound, but at the high level, it has three levels. Campaign. And you're showing it right here. This is 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 an actual Facebook ad. Yeah. 
ad set and creative or ad. So the best way to think about it is I think of campaign as uh, a, I use the, the analogy of a pizza. So let's say you're trying to sell a product, I don't know, let's say an iPhone case or healthy snacks, and you want to target it to uh, women between 25 and 30, let's say, right? So that is what is at the campaign level. Ad set is how you break up that population, slices of pizza. So you say, okay, so I'm going to target people who are, I don't know, in a particular geographic location or interested in other vegan products. So in Facebook, you can target with interest. And then each slice is a particular targeting. And then finally, the creative or the ad is what the end user and customer would see. And you hope that they click on it. So it could be an image. It could be a video. Uh, with a message underneath that is called the headline. So we are creating a campaign here, healthy vegan snacks, and you need to create one ad set in it. Let's call it people. Do you know any vegan brands? I don't. Let's so, go back to Amazon. Okay. We go here to Amazon. Let's call it Vega. Vega. Okay. So we go, and I want to target people that are interested in that particular brand. Hopefully, we can target on Facebook. Ad name is uh, Healthy Vegan Snack Mart. Okay. Save to draft. All right. So the objective here, um, again, you should always, pretty much if you're a starter, you should always optimize for conversion. Conversion means that you're optimizing for a particular goal. Most of the time it is a sale or it can be like somebody entering their email information. They call that a lead. Uh, I don't want to use too much jargon because a lot of people don't understand these. So, uh, so basically you optimize to a conversion point and bam. So that creates right there. You want to optimize uh, for conversions. You don't want to do it for clicks, for right. video views. Well, You're trying to a, get sales. Yeah. Okay, so we have an issue here. I don't know what it is, but I'm Wait, not going to fix say? it. It said... Once in a while, yeah, Facebook, Facebook is very has buggy. weird rules. Yeah. They'll so be gonna, like, you're so not gonna, allowed to. Yeah, I'm going to use, oops. Okay, so I'm going to create one of my own ads, for example. So Yeah, we'll do one. Just make up one. Yeah, so should I create one from yeah. scratch? Okay, so we Don't say, call it Vega. They might have some kind of yeah weird trademark issue. Because that's what it said. It's something to do with the name. Okay, all right, so... All right, let's just create show, another one. Show them actually a campaign you have for Mentalbox. Okay. All right, so we'll I'll show, show you, you one that we have that we're using that's made okay. millions of dollars. Yeah, so here's an example of a campaign that I'm currently running. Uh, so the ad is a video ad. Let me preview it right there. So you can see Facebook posts with comments right there. So I have a few rules. This ad is actually doing very well. And you can basically have a few rules. It doesn't have to be a video. It doesn't have to be a video of you. I know a lot of people don't want to get in front of a camera, but it can be a video of the product. I have a few rules. A very powerful headline is rule number one. This right here is the most important thing in the ad, maybe as important as the creative itself. So you have a video or a photo. I always add a little bit of text at the top with the actual value. So here I have learn new skills insanely fast, but... Yours could be like uh, delicious vegan snacks delivered to your door, convenient. So then your value prop here, the, the fact that it's 
fast is the value prop, but you know, for vegan snacks, it could be because it's healthy or it's delicious or convenient, whatever it is. And then you add, you do the same thing in here in the headline and add text. Headline specifically, I always put a number in it. In this case, I put the price, but you can put any number in it. I really, I mean, I think you like numbers in headlines too. Yes. So I always put a number here. I put the price, doesn't have to be the price, but you know, it could be like, you know, the, the top five rated on Amazon, for example, if that is actually true or uh, whatever is the number. Uh, so this is, a, this is an ad. Then the next step is actually targeting it uh, and targeting would be, so this is ad set. This is the second level that I talked about. Targeting would be uh, optimized towards purchase. Then the most important thing is the budget. This particular ad set has a budget of uh, 1,250 bucks a day. Uh, so it will not spend more than that. And I have about like 50, 60 ad sets. But you know what you do is uh, whatever is your budget, this is your fail-safe mechanism. So if you, you can put that at $5. Don't, when you're starting out, don't set yeah, it to 1250 Yeah, no. I That's have, why we, we have campaigns. <laughs> we, we make more money. Like yeah. I said, let's see if we made any money while we've been doing this talk. Yeah, for sure. So I'll go to the Stripe. We're at $27,827. So we made $1,000 in the last few minutes while yeah. we're, that's the cool thing about online. Like we make money while we're doing other stuff. Right. That's kind of the key to life. Just think uh, how much money Jeff Bezos makes while he sleeps. Yeah, that's right. He probably makes, I don't know, $50 million while he sleeps. <laughs> the guy who started Netflix, Reed Hastings, they do, they got a hundred million people paying him 12 bucks. So that's, 1.2 billion a month, about 40 million a day. Right. Let's say you sleep one third of the day. He gets mm-hmm. paid around 10 million dollars to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, bad. That's insane. <laughs> You'd be taking more naps if you were making 10 million bucks every time you went to bed. <laughs> okay. So, by the way, before sorry, in the new Facebook UI, you can make changes. You can play with things. The thing I like about it is that things don't go live uh, immediately. You need to actually review and pu- publish. Yes. So I can basically discard all the changes that I made ahead of time. It actually kind of is, is good for newbies, honestly. Uh, now, one thing to, to say here is, uh, so campaign, let's, at the ad set level, you have a bunch of targetings. I see a lot of entrepreneurs fail in targeting specifically. So they have okay landing pages, they have good creatives. Most people you know, have a nice image of the product they're selling or a nice video but they don't know how to target. And here's the best way to think about targeting. Imagine you have a vegan product. Then you spent a lot of money targeting it to everybody instead of targeting just the right people. Right. 95% of what you're spending on advertising would be a waste right off the bat because they're not vegan. Yes. So if you have a vegan product, you have to target. If you have women fashion items, you have to target women. If it is some people do not know this, and they'll spend a thousand bucks advertising vegan on like some like Meat Depot website without realizing or baby diapers to people who don't have a baby. Yeah. So it's 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 the difference between advertisement that works and advertisement doesn't work. For most people, it comes down to targeting, knowing how to target. And I'm gonna show you. Um, one of these, and I'll go, 
I actually I have okay. How about this? I have one that actually targets Thai. I think specifically. <laughs> so here, for example, I have one of my ads. It's about a thousand dollars a day. Uh, one of my ad sets specifically targets Ty Lopez. People are, who are interested in Ty Lopez. So six million people are yeah. interested in me. No, it's in, oh, five point seven million yeah. in the where U.S. It were in the U.S. Uh, excluded bunch of exclu- I have a bunch of exclusions between eighteen and sixty-five. So. Huh. So I have one targeting Ty Lopez because, you know... Uh, and anybody can target me. Yeah, you don't have okay. to be yeah, me. That's yeah. the one important thing. Yeah, but that's one example. Now, let's say you want to target... You ha- you're selling, let's say, luxury watches online. Uh, you want to target people that are interested in luxury items. So you can type in... I'm going to remove you for a second here, Ty. I'm going to type in Gucci. So, you know, 61 million people. And then once I... Have Let's it. type in the word vegan. Oh, okay, yeah, for vegan stuff. Why did you think Gucci yeah. would be? I, I was talking about... Um, oh, so. yeah, there are 12 items. million yeah. people are Ve- interested in vegan nutrition. Yeah. Then how many are, go over, hover over Hang vegan on. recipes? Vegan, vegan recipes. Oh, man, there's million. a lot. If there's you click lot. all the vegans, there's, you know, 20 million people. Probably. And if I want to actually do this, uh, the way I would do it is that I would create an ad set, specifically one for vegan nutrition, then I would create another ad set. So this is about 12 million people right now. So you can see at the top right, the number of people that it can target uh, between 18 and 65. So right now I have an audience of uh, 15 million. It's too big for most people. So I want to narrow it down. So United States, I go between 18. And what do you think is the right age range for this product? For vegan? Yeah. Vegan snacks. Man, there's all I would go older. Sometimes 18-year-olds don't have as much. Yeah, 25 so, to 40, I'd say. Yeah, so the, the way to think about it is that you need to have different ad sets for different age groups and then see which one buys best. So you would go from here from 25, let's say, to um, 35. That's one thesis. Um, vegan nutrition, you can add more. You can add, let me see. If You, you can break it up by, uh, let's see what else we have here. What other options we have here? We have vegan organic gardening. Those people might buy. Um, Although so, they might be growing their own yeah, stuff. They're, they're, not, they're yeah. like, forget snacks. Vegan Make recipes definitely is a good one because, I mean, these people are literally interested in vegan recipes. So, you know, these two right there, I have a good size audience now. Seven million is about right. A few million. I, I think 500,000 is too small for most products. Between a million to 10 million is about the right, the right spot for an ad set. So here we are talking about 7.1 million, 25 to 35, United States, interested in these two things. You know, that's a good one. Now I'm not going to publish this because, you know, my ads are live, but that's how you would do it. And then what you do is think of the pizza. So the pizza or the campaign is vegan product, the specific product that you're saying. And now we created one, one slice of pizza, which is 25 to 35 interested in vegan. So uh, 25 to 35 interested in vegan, you can create another one, which is let's say 36 to 45 interested in vegan. And you can just create these slices of pizza, basically. Each one of them is a specific ad set that you build. So that's how you drive traffic. And you basically do a lot of testing. Mm -hmm. And you start out 
and you know you spend five bucks on a campaign if it's not working you can usually tell believe it or not if you're alert very quickly 